Amen. Thank you, brother. <clears throat> we welcome you to live streaming from Landmark Baptist Church here in Lyons, Georgia. Pray the Lord will bless you today and pray that the Lord will see fit to... Uh, uh, something I'm going to preach on today uh, is, um, is the uh, Lord's Supper. And hopefully uh, everybody will get another dose of that because it's been a long time since since we've talked about the Lord's Supper. As a matter of fact, uh, this Sunday will be the last uh, time we'll serve the Lord's Supper this year. <laughs> and so uh, we do want you to remember this and why we serve the Lord's Supper and what it is and what it's all about. That's what we're going to teach, you know. Uh, there's very little teaching anymore on the Lord's Supper, and it was amazing. I had a, a fella got a hold of one of our bulletins last week, and and uh, he 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 said he saw where we're going to uh, serve the Lord's Supper. And first question he asked me was, he said, "Do y'all believe in closed communion?" I said, "We sure do." He said, "Well, I do too." He said, I know I'm a Methodist, and he said, I don't like it, but but he said, yeah, I believe in closed communion too. So there's a lot of people out there that believe it and know the Bible teaches it, and so um, <clears throat> remember it. All right, let's all stand. Turn in 1 Corinthians 11th chapter, if you would. 1 Corinthians 11th chapter, and I want to read to you a few verses here concerning the Lord's Supper. And... Um, this, this is the Apostle Paul speaking or writing here, and uh, it's him speaking concerning the Lord's Supper. And the very first verse of 1 Corinthians 11 says, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am, I'm, I'm sorry, I also am of Christ. You know, that's, a, that's an important thing. Don't follow anybody, don't follow anybody that's not following the Lord. I mean, that's the key to it right here because there's a lot today that, uh, uh, that aren't following the Lord. But skip on down to verse 17, and I want to begin reading there and read a few verses. Now, in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not that ye come together, not for the better, but for the worse. He's referring to the church here as they had uh, desecrated the Lord's Supper. For first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. For there must also be heresies among you, that, uh, that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. When you come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. That is the way they were doing it. For in eating, every one taketh before other his own supper, and one is hungry, and another is drunken. What? Have you not houses? To, to, uh, I'm sorry, what? Do you not have houses, or despise ye the church of God, and shame them that have not? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in, in this? I praise you not. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day. Thank you for the blessings of it, Lord. Thank you for the time we have together. Thank you for those who have come out this morning. And Lord, I pray that you bless each and every one of them. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. 
Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. <clears throat> All right, the Lord's Supper. Uh, I feel, I really feel when I came, I, I had another message prepared for today. Uh, matter of fact, I prepared it the first part of last week. And then I got to thinking, uh, we're going to be serving the Lord's Supper this after, right after the service is here. And so I wanted, um, I got thinking, I said, I think it's time that I stir up uh, some minds about what does it mean? What does the Lord's Supper mean? You know, the Lord's Supper has become just something that, that if people want a spiritual experience, then they will serve the Lord's Supper if they want a spiritual experience. And, or they'll have the Lord's Supper if they want a spiritual experience. Uh, but th another thing is, <clears throat> there are not too many people today that want a spiritual experience. You know, they, they, they just want to say, I'm religious, and that's it. They, they don't want they don't want to talk about the Bible. They don't want to talk about what the Bible teaches and what the Bible means, and such and such as this. So that's why it's, it's important that we, that there's a need for us to, Remember uh, what missionary Baptists believe about the Lord's Supper. I'm talking about sovereign grace. Missionary Baptists believe about the Lord's Supper. It seems that the teachings of the Lord's Church are forgotten over a period of time, and and we, there's very few people I, I see. I, I, I watch Facebook. I, I listen sometimes to live streaming, and. Um, I listened to four different preachers, uh, I believe it was some time back, on live streaming, and um, and only one of them ever mentioned anything about the Lord's church. All of them talked about the, the gospel, which is okay. All, all of them talked about, uh, they talked about how important it is to be saved, that's fine. But uh, after you're saved, then you have a chore. God gives you God gives you a work to do, and he and he teaches that that work must be done through the Lord's church, and, and that's a church he instituted. and And the thing that people forget about is, and they and some of them don't know about it. Maybe some of you here have never thought about it. You know, Jesus instituted a church. Jesus came to the world, came to the earth to live among men, and he did two things. He did two things while he was here. He died and gave his life for his elect children. And the second thing he did while he was here, he instituted a church. A lot of people don't talk about that. They don't talk about how important it was that Jesus come to the earth to institute his own kind of a church. Now, as, as we'll find out during this message here, that there were many other religious organizations when Jesus instituted his church. There was bunches of them uh, out there, but Jesus did not, uh, 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 he did not recognize any of them. He started his own church, his own kind of a church during his public ministry when he called out his 12 uh, disciples and he called them apostles, and he started his church with those 12 and, and as time went along, and we know, we know that uh, when Jesus left the earth and went back to heaven, that same church that he instituted 
had 120 members. You know, today everybody thinks that if you if you don't have a uh, four or five thousand people, you don't have anything today. But Jesus had 120 members that was in the upper room there when when he went back when after the day of Pentecost and he went back to heaven to to join with the Father uh, there in heaven. But uh, Peter told a save of his day. He said, this second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you in both which I stir up your pure minds a way of remembrance. That's what I want to do today. I want to stir up your pure minds because, you know, if, if you're saved today, you want to learn. That's just, that's just all there is to it. You, don't, you just don't want to go to church. You want to learn. You just don't want to just go and sit and warm a pew. You want to learn. That's, that's, what, that's, what, we, that's what we go to church. That's what we've done over the uh, uh, 53 years, going on 54 years that I've been pastor, and that's all I've ever done is teach, preach, and teach. People want to learn. They want to learn something. I, how many people have I have told me over the years, well, you know, uh, I go to church, but I don't learn anything. They don't teach anything. I, I just go to church, and one man told me this past, well, a couple of weeks ago, he said that uh, they've got a new pastor, and he said he has not yet preached a message from the Bible. And it's been about a month. They've had him about two months. And he said, what's wrong with it? He said he has not preached one one message from the Bible. He said he's, he's told poems, said he's read poems, he's, he's read songs, and he's read stories of what of things that's happened out there but said he doesn't pick up the Bible and preach the Bible. Now, this wasn't a Baptist church, but, uh, but you know, people, people want the Word of God. Saved people want the Word of God. Saved people want the Word of God taught to them. And that's just like somebody put on Facebook, you know, how can you feed sheep? Just like looking today, how can you feed sheep when sheep don't come to the trough to eat? You know, you can't feed them. You know, uh, we have people that, that just uh, don't come to the trough to eat. And is, is, it not, is it not that you're not hungry? Well, we're talking about spiritual now. We're not talking about physical. Because every one of you ought to be full as ticks right now, right after Thanksgiving. But, um, but I'm saying spiritually, you know, uh, have, you, have you had all you want? Is, is that is that all that is that all you want? You had all you want, and then you don't want any more, and so uh, that's that's what happens. But Paul said, "I want to st uh, uh, stir your pure minds by way of remembrance," and I too want to do the same thing this morning. Now, there are two things to remember concerning the Lord's Supper. Two things to remember. Number one. The Lord's Supper was given to the Lord's church only. It wasn't given to everybody. It wasn't given to every Tom, Dick, and Harry that wants to fill up a cup and, 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 and eat some crackers and, and fill up a cup. It wasn't given. It was given to the Lord's church. He gave it to his church. Uh, the, key, the key to understand the text before us is to first understand that the Lord instituted his kind of a church during his public ministry, and he called the apostles 
uh, I'm sorry, he called the Apostle Paul to see that the church is instituted, perpetuates, and her teachings are upheld. You know, th- this church at the Lord, uh, when the Lord instituted his kind of a church during his public ministry, he gave that church perpetuity. He said that church will be in the world. He said they want nothing ever be able to destroy it. So what we're saying is either Paul's line or something like that, either Paul's line, Christ's line, when, when, if we say that that Lord's church is not in the world today. Uh, the Lord's church is in the world today. It just takes, as, as Brother Sam prayed about uh, uh, coding them, you know, it, it, takes, it takes some looking to find one of the Lord's churches. It really does because when you find out, you go and you sit down in them, you find out they're not teaching the things that you once learned. They're not teaching the things that, that you've been taught as far as the Word of God is concerned. <clears throat> the exact same responsibility God gave to me, he gave to the Apostle Paul. And surprising, he gave the same thing to each of you members. Each, each member of the Lord's church is to spread the news about that church. Spread the news about the gospel. Spread the news about that church. Everybody thinks, well, all you got to do is just go out there and witness to somebody about the, about the Lord. That's good. That's fine. But let me tell you, tell them about your church. Tell them about the Lord's church. Tell them about how the Lord instituted his church and, and how that he caused that church to perpetuate down to this day. Tell the people about that. You know, people don't want to do that in the world day because that just, that just makes you, that don't free you up to do as you please. You know, we, we have a, we have a society today, we have a culture today that wants to do as they please. They want to do what they want to do, they want to do, and they want to do it as they please. And, and that's just not the way it is as far as the Lord's church is concerned. Lord teaches us things. He taught his church things. For three and one-third years, he did nothing but teach his, his church. Now, I know as Brother Ed once said, he, Brother, Ed, Brother Ed and I were talking one day. He said, you know, people don't realize... He said, people don't realize that when Paul, when, when, when Jesus was talking to those during the gospel age, that is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that people didn't realize that Jesus was speaking to his church. You know, a lot of people take that and think that Jesus was speaking to everybody. He wasn't. He was speaking to his church. He was teaching his church. He would gather his disciples together and he and he would, and as we're going to learn in just a moment about instituting the Lord's Supper, he would gather his apostles and, and those that he set in the church. He would gather them together. He would say, "This is what I want you to learn. This is what I want to teach you to do." And such. So we have that responsibility. <clears throat> the first, uh, Paul admonished the church to be followers of him. And the work God set him here to do. And why would I ask for anything any different? Paul asked for the same thing. Paul said, all I ask of you is to follow me because the Lord has sent me to do what I'm going to do. So why, why should I be any less? Why should your pastor be any less than, than to say that, uh, uh, that, that, that God has set him to teach 
and to follow the Lord, and, and, and you should follow him. You should follow him or, or any pastor that, that teaches the truth of the word. You know, there's some not worthy to be followed, but, but there are some out there that's worthy to be followed in that. What was that work that, that, that God set his men here to do? Paul was sent to preach to the Gentiles and to establish churches. That's what Paul was set here to do. That's what he did. That's what he did. Paul went out, and, and I know of about 12 or 15 churches that, that Paul started in his ministry, during his public ministry. The first, what's the first church Paul started after he went out? Church at Antioch. He started church at Antioch. It was a church at Antioch that gave Paul authority and, and uh, to go out and to preach and establish more churches. And they did. Now, I know we, we, we think about the Corinthian church. Yeah, Paul established the Corinthian church. We think about the Roman church. Paul, Paul, Paul instituted the Roman church. We, we, talk about, we talk about the church at Thessalonica. Paul started that church. We think about the church at Philippi. Paul started that church. And right on down the line, Paul just started one church. Right, and, and there were places that's not mentioned in the Bible that Paul did start churches. He started churches at, uh, 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 at three different places right there in a row. He started three churches because the Bible says he went right back to those places, Derby. He went right back to Derby. And he, he made sure that that church was doing what it was supposed to do. So Paul started those churches. And that's what God set us here to do. God set us here not only to preach the gospel and see people saved, but he set us here to start churches. You know, but uh, Landmark Baptist Church started that very way, that very same way. You know, I was, I was headed to... Uh, uh, Fortaleza, Brazil. A lot of y'all don't maybe don't know that. But when I left Friendship Baptist Church down there, I was headed to Fortaleza, Brazil. I'd already set up everything. I already set up IBM. It already had me a job down there when I got down there, a field job. And, uh, and I already had a place to live. Bobby Aldridge, who was a missionary there in Fortaleza, he was a missionary. He had already found us a house on the beach. He said, I found you a house on the beach. He said, it's, it, I think the cause, the price of it was something like, uh, in, in American money, the price of it was something like $14,000, $15,000. He said, you can walk right out your back door, go through the, the gate at the fence. He said, you have to have a wall around them and go through the gate and you're right out on the beach. We were headed that way. Not because of that, but we were headed that way. But someone came to me. They said, we want to start a church in Lyons, Georgia. And the Lord, immediately the Lord just took all that other way from me. But that's how we got here. That's how we got here is because I got, we got authority from the West Griffin Baptist Church and we started Landmark Baptist Church. That's how churches start. That's how Paul started churches. That's how they began. And, and those churches have perpetuated down to today. 
Today, the very day that we're standing here today, those churches are perpetuated down that day. You'll say, well, man, that's, that's 2,000, nearly 2,000 years later. That don't make any difference. He said the gates of hell will never prevail against that church. Oh, we've just about let people tear it up. We've about let people within the church tear it up. We've, we've about let people outside the church tear it up. We've got people right now that are, are going out there and, and they're doing everything in the world. And what are they doing? They're bringing reproach upon the very church that they're a member of. You bring reproach upon that church. You don't realize. You don't know what's going to happen because you did that or because you do that. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm telling you, I, I, I haven't counted them, but I just just for this message here, I counted 26 ways the Lord has chastised people. And you don't want to know them. You don't want to know them. And the 26 ways that I found in the scriptures that God chastised people who went and done what they shouldn't be doing, and especially those, uh, those that uh, brought a reproach up on everything he did. It's a sad thing. This is what the First Baptist Church at Antioch had separated Paul to do. Paul, Paul's instruction to the church was, For I received of the Lord that which I deliver unto you. Talking about the Lord's Supper. That's the same thing I do today. The way I do it today is the way I received it un, un, from the Lord. I know people do different today. I know they have all kinds of, uh, of uh, things going on. And all kinds of, 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 I mean, just serve the Lord's Supper. I mean, I've, I've heard of groups that just got together and took the Lord's Supper. And that's, that's, not, that's, not, that's not the way you do it. Paul says, I do it the way God gave it to me. And, and that's exactly what we're talking about. This is all any pastor God has said in the church can do. He do it the way he received it. It is up to those who have been set in the church by God to follow. Those who have gotten into the church by other means, most likely, will not follow the truth about the Lord's church or this supper either. You say, is it possible for me to get into a church? Sure, you can get into a church. You can get your way into a church. All you got to do is walk church aisle. You can get yourself into a church. It's not necessarily <coughs> that everybody is saved who walks a church aisle. That doesn't, that doesn't mean it's not, it's, not be, it's not that everybody may be saved just because they've been in these baptismal waters. You have people who don't go to church, who do things they shouldn't be doing, and they'll say, they'll say, well, I, I've, uh, uh, I, I walk church aisle and I've been baptized. Let me tell you, folks, God don't accept that. God doesn't accept that at all. He doesn't accept that at all. <clears throat> this, is a, this is enough context, or there is enough context to teach that the Lord gave the supper to his church only. Let, let me give you an example of that. I don't have time to go back all the scripture because I'd be reading scripture here to three, 2 or 3 o'clock this afternoon. But uh, to go all of it, to just give you one example. And the Lord told his church, he told his apostles, he says, and ye shall 
Say unto the good man of the house. This is, this is when he got ready to observe the Lord's Supper. And he, and he shall say unto the good man of the house, The master saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber? Where I shall eat the Passover with whom? With my disciples. Now, you'll say, Was there any other meals going on? Sure there were. That was the Passover was going on during that time. But Jesus said, no, we're going to have our own Passover. Jesus wouldn't go to the other Passover. He said, we're going to have our own Passover. And that's exactly what he told them to do. And another thing is, he never said one time to invite the good man to house. I mean, it's wonderful he called him a good man. But he never invited him to the supper. Well, how would you like for somebody to come and want to, one of, in one of your upstairs rooms and want to borrow it to serve supper. You know what you'd do? You'd say, get out of here. You're not even going to invite me to it? You're you using my house. You're not even going to invite me to it? But he didn't invite the good man of the house. He just said, the good man will let you use his upper room. And that's exactly what happened. That he'll let you use his upper room. As a result of the Lord giving the supper to his church only, we teach the Lord's Supper is closed to all but the members of a particular Lord's church serving the Lord's Supper. That's, that's how it'll be instituted today. That's how it'll be served today. If you're a member of Landmark Baptist Church, you'll be served the Lord's Supper. You know, I'm not saying if you're not a member that you're not righteous or you're not saved or as one couple got mad at me and and, and told me said uh, said well you're saying we're not saved i didn't say that i just said we serve the lord's supper to landmark baptist church because we're the one that's instituting it the second thing that we need to learn is the lord's supper is a symbol of separation and is to be instituted correctly <clears throat> Is it possible to institute the Lord's church incorrectly? Sure it is. Because that's exactly what the Corinthian church did. Is it possible for a church to do that? It certainly is possible for a church to do that. The Corinthian church was one of the Lord's churches. It was one of the Lord's churches. And and and, uh, and he, uh, uh, they did it wrong. And Paul rebuked them for it. The apostle Paul was very stern on his stand that the way the, Corinthian church instituted the Lord's Supper was not right. It was not correct. We read it in our text in for, between verses 17 and 22. They didn't do it right. They did it wrong because, number one, they had divisions in the church. Number two, they had heresies in the church. They had people teaching things in the church that wasn't right. They had divisions in the church. They had one day that Corinthian church had four different divisions in it. These people would sit, those people back there would sit back there. These people would sit up here. These people sit here. And those people sit back there. All four of them disagreed with one another. That's what they had in that church. And Paul wasn't happy with them. Paul told them, said, you don't need to be serving the Lord's Supper. 
He said, because that's not the way you do it. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to teach you. I'll teach you the way you do it. He said, he says that the Lord took, he took, it says in the 23rd verse or 24th verse, when he had given thanks, this talking about Paul saying this is how the Lord did it. When he had given thanks, he break it and said, take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner, he also took the cup. When he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament of my blood, this do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. He said, that's the way the Lord did it. And that's the way I'm going to do it today. You know, I, I hope and pray that if you take the Lord's Supper today, that you're taking it not unworthily. Well, let me tell you, folks, I told you, I, I, I looked up 26 different ways the Lord chastised his people, and they're not, they're not, it's no fun. Lord took families completely out. I'm talking about out of the world. He took families out. He destroyed families because of the way they, the way they desecrated the Lord's table. So you, you be sure that you're not taking it today with something on your mind that shouldn't be on your mind. I'm talking about falsehoods, things that, things that you say, well, I don't agree with you, Brother Paul, then don't take the supper. Don't take it. You, 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 you're bringing a reproach up on yourself. This teaches us that it is possible to be wrong on the Lord's Supper, thus teaching us that just because one passes out unleavened bread and puts wine in little cups and passes them out are not always observing <clears throat> the Lord's Supper. They're just going through the motions. How many times have you heard me say, you can learn the jargon, you can learn the jargon. Sure you can. You can learn the jargon, but what's in your heart? Anybody in here, all of you in here are very, very intelligent people. There's some of you I know intelligence would put me to shame. But let me, let me tell you, folks, you can learn the jargon. You can learn the motions. You can learn the moves. But God has to give you the sincerity of what you're doing. You can learn those things. Paul speaks about two things which keeps the supper from being correct. And one thing which would make it correct in the Corinthian church and any other Lord's churches. Number one, the supper was not right because there were divisions in the church. Verses 18 and 19. It is possible for a church... Is it, I'm sorry, is it possible for a church not to have divisions? Absolutely. It's possible for a church to be in agreement. I, I really believe, as I believe right now, that Landmark Baptist Church is in agreement. I believe there are enough of you in agreement that we can say Landmark Baptist Church is in agreement. This is why it is necessary for every member to be diligent to see that they follow the truth that they teach their children to follow the truth. 
Have you taught your children to follow the truth? No. Some of you just let them go on and do what they want to do. That's why you're suffering today. I'm telling you folks, that's why you're suffering today. Lord took whole families out. You go back to the Old Testament and, and see, what, what about the family of Achan? He took that whole family out. Why, why didn't he just chastise Achan for the sin that he did? No, the Lord said, you bring your wife, bring your children, bring them up here. And they killed them. Every one of them. There was one time when there was a, a, an army, it was supposed to have been the Lord's army. And they went to battle. And some of them did not, was not right. The Bible says 238 of them woke up dead. That's of a military thing now. They woke up dead. I don't know how that happens, but that's what he did, what he said. There were plenty, when, when the Lord instituted his kind of a church, there were plenty of other religious organizations in the world in Christ's day. But he directed all those who specially, he specially called his church and did not tell them it makes no difference as to what religious organization you belong to. He never ever did tell them that. It don't make any difference. What did he tell that Samaritan woman? She said, we worship. He said, but you don't worship the way you're supposed to. She said, well, up on the hill up there, we, we, we have a great worship. But Jesus said, you don't worship where you're supposed to. He said, a day will come when, when you have to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. He said, y'all don't do that up there. You don't worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. But the Lord's church does. The second thing is, the supper was not right because they served it incorrectly. Some brought, some brought food. Others didn't. Others didn't. Some got fed. Others didn't. Some brought enough wine in hope of getting drunk. Others didn't use it at all. That's what was in the church. And Paul told them, said, you're not serving the Lord's Supper. He said, you're just, you're just going through the motions. And thirdly, and lastly, there is a correct way to serve the Lord's Supper. Paul gives that correct way. I just read it to you just a few minutes ago. Paul gave that correct way to do it. And that, that goes along with it being scriptural and goes along with it being the correct way of doing it. <clears throat> it is a symbol of what the Lord did for us by sacrificing his precious body and blood on the tree. And it's incumbent upon me to see that Landmark Baptist Church institutes the supper correctly and should be incumbent upon every member that the Lord's Supper be served correctly and under the proper authority. If you see anything done that's not supposed to be done, you should speak up. Say, this is not right. This is not right. And in conclusion, if the truth about the Lord's Supper is believed and followed, then it is possible to receive this supper without any 
of the consequences spoken by the apostle being brought up on any. It's possible to take this supper and be blessed by it. And I pray I pray that's what will happen. So are we going to serve the Lord's Supper? And, and um, let me um, get down here.